0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the match preview show. Ahead of Fulham versus Liverpool. Yes, it's the League Cup. Semi final, second leg, Amsterdam. Joined by Dan Club and by Chloe Bloxham to have a big old chat about the Reds. And, and Dan, um, let, let's get straight into it. We've just listened to yeah. Pep Linders' press conference. and um, probably started the show a little bit later. And for the most part, really good news. Like There was there was talk of Liverpool going down there with more injuries. It's still the way around. You get, they're getting a couple, maybe one or two back as well. So. Yeah, Liverpool are going into a big game and it feels like a couple more options might be available now in, in Curtis Jones and, uh, and Andy Robertson, which is the big one.
2: Yeah, really positive. Yeah, really, really positive. What sort of part they play in this game remains to be seen, obviously. I still think they'll be cautious with both of them. Robertson, obviously, having missed so much footy, they're definitely going to sort of ease him back into it. And I think even though Jones, there were no issues sort of arising from him coming off of the weekend, I still think there'll be one eye on it because if he comes off with a precaution, are you really going to sort of go again with him and look him to play maybe 60, 90, perhaps? not and clearly when you've got Ryan Gravenberch today who probably needs a minute as well it feels like a little bit of a no-brainer just to do that swap but yeah ultimately the press conference has brought up more positives and negatives and probably needed it as well on the back of what's been going on with Salah that's left a little bit of a cloud over what's going on now with Liverpool but to have Saboz lie back at the weekend potentially, Trent back as well. Simicast only a couple of weeks away. It really was a press conference full of good news, really.
0: Absolutely was. We we'll, were we'll talking about Liverpool's team and what selection stuff later, Club, Obviously, you're going down there, Liverpool go down there with a a one goal advantage from the first leg. Um, we've seen games, all the games against Marco Silva's Fulham. For Liverpool have been really close. You know, a couple of draws. We've, we've had, uh, you know, the odd goal by, a w- sorry, the odd win by the odd goal. You know, one 0 last season, the mad four three this season, the, the the first leg the other day. You expect another close game when you get down It, it, it I, I haven't got the sense that Liverpool are going to go and just walk through Fulham and win two three four nil. It feels like we're in for a big game down at Craven Cottage.
3: Yeah, especially with the fact that you know just as much as we do they want to get to a final their fans you know that's their opportunity to win some silverware so the atmosphere will also be electric as well you'd imagine um, uh, like you mentioned there last season I think it was I think we kicked off the season against Fulham uh, and it was a game where Liverpool just weren't really at the races we True. still True. Uh, True. obviously scored some nice goals I think Darwin Nunes scored on that day as well but the atmosphere was good and you know they felt like they could get out Liverpool and if we give any sense of that uh, tomorrow then they fans will really run with it and get behind the team what I will say is this is a team that's got a different mentality and a team that's much more stronger, Uh, where we are on the table, the rhythm we're in, the form we're in um, and we're also one goal ahead so we don't need to go all out or do anything here we can pick them off uh, because at some point if it does stay as 2-1 on aggregate they will have to come out at us and that's when Liverpool can pick them apart uh, and get in the spaces but yeah it's going to be a very tough game, they're a good side, he's a good manager uh, they've got some really good players but so have we I
0: suppose Dan go on, Chloe's interesting from a Fulham perspective It because it's only one goal they don't need to go gung-ho from yeah. the off now they'll, they, to be fair they don't sit back they, they, they've never sat back against Liverpool they'll, they try and press and they try and play and they've, they've had success doing it against a lot of teams but it's not like Liverpool are going there like Liverpool had chances in late in that game to make get that third yeah. which would have made it a little bit more comfortable but it doesn't really change anyone's game plan, that one goal really for any, for, for, the, for both sides.
2: No, I'd probably say it's about right. I think Bernd Leno probably kept them in it because you're right. I think Liverpool sent a little bit of blood towards the dying embers of that game. It yeah. felt like we could have killed the tie-off as a whole. But no, I think you're right. I think 2-1, still very much in the balance, a little bit of status quo going into this one. I think both teams will come in with their natural approach to the game and Fulham being the home side, whether it be a league game or a cup game, second leg in particular, will just approach it in the same way, same manner they would anyway, quite frankly. and They'll look to be positive, they'll look to keep the Back door closed. But these games have produced goals, as you mentioned, in recent times. Anyway, um, the one, loads of positives from Liverpool point of view, but the one overriding feeling I can't get out of my head going into this game is we're, we're going to score, and I'm touching one to not jinx it, but it feels like we will score because of the firepower we've got, because of the way Fulham approach these types of games as well. And a goal for Liverpool, especially if it was to come early, doesn't kill the game, but it does take the wind out their sails. Just goal a goal like early for well.
0: Liverpool, close. I like that. That does change Fulham's no, tactics because then all of a sudden. Yeah. And to be fair, this is this isn't like you're going to play a team who sits back and They will, will want to play, and they will, and they've got goals in their side. And to be fair, to them, like I'm, I'm looking back at Liverpool's results against Fulham, the last time Liverpool beat Fulham by more than one goal was 2018. It's either been draws or wins by the odd goal here and there, you know. So it, you know, it, it does feel a little bit like, yeah. It, they're not going to panic if it is what, while it's one but if you can make it to them you, you can see how they react to it
3: yeah and if, like you mentioned there if we get a goal within the first 10 minutes that atmosphere deflates massively and that's why you know an early goal is actually really important it's important for them if they get it for yeah, belief yeah. but it's important for us in terms of like completely killing the atmosphere then there's dread then there seems like an uphill battle and Liverpool use that to their advantage people can lose their heads it is a semi-final yeah. Um, so yeah it's, it's vitally important but these are games in which you know they clearly don't give up they've shown us how much they can score against us how many times it can cause us problems as well um, and you know the there is still the likes of Connor Bradley and that who might be playing these games who you know We've sat here and said he's been brilliant, and rightfully so. Uh, but he's going to have to come up against William and shut him down again, like he did in the first leg. And to do that again, but at their stadium with their fans, isn't as easy uh, as, as we all might think. So, yeah, it's going to be a really tough game. But if we can nick a goal in the first 15 minutes, uh, I think Liverpool can, you know, not run away with it, but I just feel like maybe Fulham kind of go go within themselves a little bit. Um, but yeah, they've got really good players so they can, they can cause us problems. The issue
0: with that, Dan, is Liverpool are statistically a better second-half team. Yeah, yeah, big time. If, if, if this isn't a Liverpool team that goes and blows teams out the water early doors, it, it just doesn't happen. Liverpool's goal difference, I know you mentioned it on the, the, the show yesterday, you know, they're plus eight in second half, first half and plus 41, what? is it? Yeah, forty one in, in second half, sorry. Plus 18 first and plus 41 in second half. Yeah. So they are a second-half team. So the, the idea that we're going to go and just get... I mean, hopefully they do... But also we've got to be prepared, the players and fans. And listen, extra time's a possibility. There's no way goals, but so extra time's a possibility as well. it, it is going to be interesting the, the mentality of Liverpool in this game because I think if it was two goal leads, you've, you're almost half going, up. we can stick." You know, what I mean? we we can just we can. But at one, I, I think Liverpool's game plan stays the same. It's just a, it's a normal game with that little tiny extra cushion, but actually if you if we were 3-1 up you know and it was a two goal advantage you, know, you might go there going let's just go be solid don't get- but you don't really do that at 1-0, I don't think you can afford to because, like Chloe says, if you're sat back and the Fulham onslaught's coming and coming and coming they're probably going to get one at some point
2: Oh absolutely, oh, yeah. there's no way Liverpool sit on this one goal lead, I think that's enough, we'll, ha- we'll hold what we have, that just doesn't exist and I think Liverpool's approach would be exactly the same as it would be regardless of that and I think the one yeah. goal cushion, if you like, only really comes into play if it remains nil nil after 60-70 minutes, at which point Fulham do have to take the handbrake off and really come flying at us and then you'd back Liverpool to pick them off because Liverpool Although we're enjoying a very successful season, you know, respect, relatively speaking, it, we've been through the ringer quite a lot to get to this point, we? It hasn't yeah. always been straightforward, do you know what I mean? Like, even the weekend 4 0 scoreline doesn't flatten Liverpool, but for 45 minutes of that game, it was not a 4 0 game. So we know. This side and Jurgen Klopp knows as well that we can win games in a whole different manner of ways, and that's going to be important tomorrow night as well. Because although it would be absolutely ideal if Liverpool do score in the opening 10, 15 minutes, I don't expect that to be the case. As Fulham are a good side, they're at home, they're going to want to get to the final, all them factors. But I just back this Liverpool team to find a way again. And if Fulham do come out and they do start strong, whether that storm, grow into the game exactly like we did the weekend, and eventually our chances will come. And that's why it's imperative with the likes of Josh, so we've seen it with Nunes at the weekend, whether we code Gakpo Diaz, whoever. When we get opportunities, we have to make them count because they're going to be few and far between, certainly in the opening part of the game. And if you can kill this game early, happy days.
0: How much impact do you think the rest thing has on a Chloe Because obviously, after we played Fulham, Liverpool went straight away. Fulham on around a bit longer than they played Chelsea, and then they haven't played. So effectively, they got beat. I think they got beat one 0 by Chelsea on the thirteenth. This game game's on the twenty fourth. Marco Silva and his players have had eleven days. To focus on Liverpool at home in the cup. Liverpool obviously played They had to. They had to put all their eggs would have been in the Bournemouth basket up until Monday. Really. So that you. I'm guessing that's advantage Fulham. Like you talk about Rick Rushton. That's the only way where if they're lacking a bit of rhythm, that's the only positive for Liverpool. But they're going to be healthier. You know they haven't got as many injuries. We all talk. You know their squad I bring up now. They've got Traore out injured and then Basi, Balotore and Iwobi are away on international duty with the Afcon. So they're relatively healthy and they've had a lot of rest and it's been full focus on Liverpool. From the second they got beat by Chelsea, I'm guessing there was a little bit of a break for Marco Silva and then it's been all eyes on that semi-final. We've been distracted by a big game at Fulham, probably a big game at Bournemouth. How much do you think that plays into this?
3: Uh, I don't think it does. I don't think it can do. You can't go into that mentality. Sorry, with... I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
0: I'm, I'm talking from a Fulham point of view. Like, from don't worry about Liverpool. Liverpool are used to this.
3: It, I still don't think it. Like for them, it's good because they've had 11 days to nail down exactly what they want to do, but you're up against the Liverpool side and if they take their chances, you know, it only takes one chance for it to fall at the right feet and Jota, and then you 1-0 up and your game plan completely changes. So, you know, they'll have worked through so many different things that can go on within that game and the extra days do help, the extra, you know, time off really does help, but they're still a good side. They're still going to face Liverpool who, by the way, when you're, Winning and when you're in form, you don't want to stop. You want to keep playing. And that's the thing with Liverpool on this run of form. Like, it's you you bounce off wins and you use the momentum. So, yeah, it's good for Fulham as, you know, they've got some rest. If there was any little injuries, niggles about, they've had enough time to sort them out and they've also had enough time to really plan um, and nail down what they want to do in this game. But... You know, that could go out the window if one of them makes an error within the first 10 minutes and your game plan completely changes. So, yeah, it might be an advantage to them, but Liverpool are on a a good run of form and are bouncing into these games. So, you can come with your game plan, but if Liverpool can match you and if Jurgen Klopp can match you, then you're going to be in a tough game.
2: Just on that as well, sorry, Steve, just on that. Liverpool... The, the, the beauty of these fixtures back to back as well is, is stylistically I don't think Fulham and Bournemouth are massively dissimilar no. the way they want to play the game and obviously it's away from home on both occasions as well so we're going to face very similar circumstances to what we face the weekend and we managed to find a way of overcoming that so it's not like we're playing a different completely different type of team that goes about their football in a completely different way so I actually think it suits you right the preparation will be slightly different there'll be different conversations around set pieces and all that but in terms of what we're coming up against it's not massively dissimilar it's also so
3: massive at the fact that we have Nottage on the weekends and it's like yep. that if if that was Arsenal this weekend, you'd be in a state of thinking, Oh my god, those players are gonna to have to go twice again back-to-back, back, but they don't. You can ask that first team, first 11, to go once more and give everything for Fulham, and then you can say, on the weekend, you'll be on the bench. You'll be, you know, coming on for the... We, we might have players back for that game as well who will take over your positions, because that Norwich game, it's at home, it gives you a little bit more leeway yep. to just ask the players to go one more time, and then they can have a little break, a little day off.
0: Absolutely, I think that's massive. I think the fact that it's not if it was a league game next up, you'd have to look yeah, at it. The yeah. Premier League
2: team in the FA Cup, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah.
0: I, I do think you, I think that's spot on, right? Then let's talk. Obviously, that's Fulham done, and yeah, I, I think no one's disrespecting or underestimating how hard it's going to be. Fulham are a good team and they've proven difficult, so Liverpool are gonna to have to be added, Dan. So we touched upon team news earlier. Um, Keller comes back in goal, we know that he's the League yeah. Cup goalkeeper. the news that yeah, Pep Linders said today, Andy Robertson's going to travel down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you see him starting straight away? Do you think bench because Chloe mentioned the Connor Bradley right back thing, and he has he'd, he'd had the next couple of games. Yeah, there might be a temptation to get Robo back in if he's fit and put Joe Gomez at right back with the option of maybe taking Rob off a little bit late, take and then Bradley becomes just Robo and Beck becomes an yeah. option as well. So. I don't know, if he's fit, I think they might be half-tempted to play him.
2: Yeah, I think they would be definitely half-tempted. I think Owen Beck is almost the, the joker in the pack in that circumstance as well, because it would be easy to just say, you do Gomez for 60, then you bring Robertson on, you shift Gomez over, but then Beck becomes a little bit, why is he there, essentially? And I mean, he could easily replace Robertson, as you say, if he does an hour something like that. But I do think they'll be extra cautious with Robertson the beauty of and Andy Robertson's injury if there is such a thing is it was a shoulder so he's been able to do a lot of sort of the leg and the fitness work he might not have lost a lot of that core he's fitness been... that he once had yeah, because he's had been that. training for weeks essentially it's just been contact stuff he's not been able to do so they might be ever so slightly ahead yeah. in terms of his return so possibly there's a start there I would imagine they will be still cautious and he will be on the bench and you go Gomez and Bradley and you bring Robertson on for Gomez at some point and Gomez shifts across that's the way I'd look at it but as to say the fact you've now got Owen Beck in the ranks again means you could go Robertson Beck Gomez across.
0: Yeah there's there's you've got to be careful with Conor Bradley as well. That's the thing he has yeah. played a bit and that's what I'm thinking. He he, he got a good ten minutes off the other day. I think he was on a yellow card yeah and was right to get him off Chloe but you mentioned before Bradley at right back is that what you expect Cobb to go against So you're expecting Gomez And Bradley a fullback.
3: Yeah, I mean, we we can talk about Robertson all day long, but Joe Gomez is the person who literally you need to be better than him to replace him right now. Yeah, get your share back, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. Joe Gomez has been absolutely immense for Liverpool uh, from both the left, and when he's been asked to move to the right, he's been so influential on that team. And if there is a, you know, I wouldn't expect them to start Robertson from the off for the main reason of once again, you've got that knowledge game lad. Go and get sixty minutes minutes in that. That game, you know, yeah. uh, and then we can sub you off, and we can start rip feeding you into the games, so that we know we're not putting you in the deep end straight away. Um, and and Connor Bradley as well, he's in brilliant form, and you might be able to exactly do it if Robertson is travelling down, brilliant. Let's give him the last twenty. Yeah. Let's move Joe Gomez to the right and give Connor Bradley the rest because we've been t- we've asked him to go and go and go again. Um, but once again, that Norwich game is massive for me because these players who are starting to come back, that's the game that where you. Be saying, go and get 60 minutes for me and that's, you know, then potentially starting the Chelsea or Arsenal game that is the, the beauty of having that, uh, but right now I don't I think Joe Gomez starts because for me, Robertson's got to earn his place back um, and that's just healthy competition yep. um, and even if it's not, even if Robo comes straight back into the fold, well you've got really good competition between Bradley and, and Gomez up until Trent comes back so it's a great situation to have yep. but I do expect Bradley to start on the right and I real noom user compensated to provide their story in four weeks the typical noom user can expect to
0: lose one to two pounds per week individual
1: results may vary
0: here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig So who goes centre-back then I was thinking I mean kanate has been immense yep. and again do you think they you might ask him to go again Dan and then take the weekend off he, he did pick like an ankle knock up at the end of the, of the game apparently he's, he's alright he carried on and not much mention of it today but they have been extra careful with Canarte um, we've seen Quanta play games uh, midweek games in particular so what do you think he's going to do
2: there yeah that's that's the one sort of niggling Doubt or force about Canarte is the fact we have been so cautious with the use of him. However, I think he starts this one. I think we go as strong as to our as close to our strongest starting eleven as possible, and I think Canarte and Virgil Van Dijk are absolutely in that. Of course they are. The Quanta thing would be tempting. The only thing that makes it less tempting is the fact that it's Conor Bradley at yeah. right back, and now yeah. Conor Bradley has been outstanding. Absolutely nothing against him, but coming up against someone like William and indeed Anthony Robertson is going to be bombing on as well, yeah. doubling up over there. Conor yeah. Bradley on his own feels not. Impossible, but difficult. Let's put it that way. But have Canarte alongside you in that circumstance feels great. And again, Joel Quant has been outstanding. But you want a bit more experience. You want that bit more now, so a bit more know how. So I don't see us going with a very young right side of defence. I see it being Canate and Bradley and Virgil Van Dijk alongside.
0: Yeah, I agree with that one. McCallum is going to play in the six. We, we can all agree on that one. Yeah. So it's what, it's what happens in front of him now. And I say this with all five positions because yeah. some of them intertwine. Elliot and Gapo in particular. Yeah. If it was a Venn diagram of Liverpool attackers and midfielders, they're in the middle of it can do both um, so what I'll put it to you Chloe let's talk about midfield options then first Curtis by all accounts is clear he wasn't injured on Bournemouth Pep Linders made it clear he'd felt something in the week he'd been given the all okay but then he decided you know what we're freeing the up 10 minutes to go I'll just sit down and, and get off the pitch so he's fine he's been so important Pep Linders was big enough up today about getting himself an England cap as well which I think he, 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 would, he would totally deserve if, if, to if that comes but does that give you any any concern the fact that he did the Bournemouth game again? You have mentioned before, Norwich at the weekend. You ask Curtis to go again and then have the weekend off. How do you see this one pan out? out?
3: Um, I would start Gravenberch. I'd start Gravenberch and probably Harvey Elliott because right. I like him in that. I, I don't like him on the wing. I like him more in that number eight role. I thought he really helped Conor Bradley out um, yep. on the weekend as well. So, you know, you know he knows his defensive uh, capabilities as well. He knows he needs to get back and add additional support there. Um, but for me, Curtis Jones is one where I would not risk him. He's in too good a form. Um and I'd maybe give him the the thirty minutes if he needs it. You know, if we're we're really struggling and obviously if Gravenberg who hasn't played loads of ninety minute games, uh, if he's struggling as well, I would not chance it. He's too important to us. He's too vital to us. Um, you know, where we've maybe asked Canate to go once again, it seems like him it was just a little knock that he picked up in the game, Curtis Jones. Clearly there was something throughout the week that was troubling him. He gets the all clear but he still feels it. And if you've still felt it in that in that game, I don't want you to be at risk at all. Um, so I would start Gravenberg uh, if Curtis Jones starts. Wonderful, I think he's like I'd, I'd love him to start, but I don't want to risk him. Um, and then Harvey Elliott as well. I feel like every time he's played, he's impressed me. Um, and you know, I don't think he got in the game as much as we would have liked him to against Bournemouth. But once again, that first half was very flat from a Liverpool yeah. perspective, and we only improved in the second half. Uh, so yeah, let him go and have a run out
0: again suppose as well as we've mentioned I should have said before um, Pep did say like could be back for Norwich yeah. Yeah. you mentioned Trent could be back for Norwich as well so there are two options you, you could come in so you, if you do ask Curtis and Elliott Elliot to go again there's a chance like comes in yeah. at the weekend you could even put Trent in midfield in, or, 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 at the weekend possibly as well possibly at six if Bacallus he, has played that, a lot of football yeah exactly season, play yeah. him at the six and you can play yeah. Beckham Bradley or Beckham Gomez whatever Dan so I think Jones will play I think given how, how he's playing how important he's been I think he'll start yeah. With Elliot, mm-hmm. what do you think?
2: I I would fall on the side of Chloe for that one. I, I tend to agree, and albeit Pep lindsay has been at pains to stress that there's nothing wrong with Curtis Jones, and it was given it all clear and no issues and all that, but
0: he's had two scans apparently, and both have come uh, up clear.
2: Yeah, but clearly, as Chloe alludes, to he came off, he he wasn't happy with something that was going on in the back of his leg. So I just wouldn't miss him at all because. Yeah, Liverpool are going to have all the best knowledge and all the best know-how and they're going to know he's absolutely fine but you don't want to look foolish and start him and 20 minutes in he has to come off because something's happened I just don't think it's worth it not when you've got Ryan Gravenberch there and albeit Ryan Gravenberch hasn't perhaps hit the heights we all hoped and expected from his early outings as a Liverpool player he's still a wonderful footballer and you're not suddenly dropping all due respect Bobby Clarkin. you know his minutes come at the weekend likewise with Joel Quanta and people like that but I think to go from Jones to Gravenberch is kind of one of them like as important and as brilliant Curtis as Jones is been. Would anybody be really shocked if Ryan Gravenberch starts a semi final, second leg in the back up? No. So I don't see that big a problem with that personally. So no no risk taken. Um, Harvey Elliott starts as well, as mentioned. But yeah, I would be resting Curtis Jones. Because again, even if this problem itself isn't a problem, he's had problems in the yeah, past. Yes. So this could be an opportunity to get him out of the firing line a little bit because we've got Arsenal and Chelsea on the horizon. I you just don't me. think he
0: rests people in a semi final. And I, I, I get but your, I, your point. But it's Ryan
2: Gravenberch, isn't it? It's not a Again, it's not Bobby Clark. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. not you know, McConnell. Also, I'm not
3: even saying it's resting him. I'm saying it's precaution. It's a case of if I'm asking you to go for 60 minutes, right, and you've done damage and you're out, even for three weeks, that is absolutely massive That's to Liverpool. How important because Curtis Jones yeah, yeah, yeah. has become that he's nailed down that left hand side. Yeah, he's in the he's team. <laughs> so important to Liverpool's balance, okay. uh, especially in games against the likes of Chelsea and yeah. Arsenal, which are coming up. So I wouldn't be resting resting him. I'd be basically saying. To him, if you're well enough, I'm giving you the last 25-30 minutes, mate, yeah, yeah. but I do not want to make you go to the well again, pick up a strain, and you'll not be available for the next upcoming games, because they're important as well. He'll have the weekend off anyway, or he'll at least be on the bench. Our team, no, so so we, We've got leeway to play with it, and like you mentioned there, Ryan Gravenberch is an absolute star, and if we can get him on the half turn, because you've got to think that they won't, you know, feel like they have to instantly come at us, but they will because they're good enough to do that and that's their game plan. Um so if you can get Ryan Gravenberg on the half turn on the on a counter-attack, uh, he's one of the best to do with it with dragging the ball up the pitch as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely it makes sense. Uh Gapo starts we would you guess given what we seen the other day. Um he was the only one of the front four who didn't start at yeah. the weekend. I need mm. to be fair he came on, He'd play well. he played well, got an assist yeah. a- as well. Now there's a temptation to say to all of them, go again With the second half formation, which was Jota played right, Diaz played left, and Darwin was up front. Yeah. I'm half thinking he's probably going to play Gakpo though, Dan. I don't know what your thoughts
2: are. I, I would say so. Yeah, I was. Where so. that would be? I think Gakpo plays central, yeah, that's um, right. and we've got agree. Jota on the right, Nunes on the left. And again, I mentioned this pre-game on the weekend like that's relatively interchangeable as well, quite fluid. Yeah, you know they can all pop up in different areas, which I think is absolutely massively important because Fulham defenders that would be a nightmare for them, quite frankly. But yeah, I would go Gakpo in this one. I think Diaz He's looked back to his best in recent times, I think it's fair to say. A little bit quieter on the weekend, perhaps, but he's got that little bit of X-Factor back, so no sort of discrediting his performances, but probably one that could do with a little bit of a rest. I'd say he's played a lot of footy in recent times as well. So, yeah, I'd be going Cody Gakpo for this one, personally. And he needs minutes as well, and this is kind of his composition four in four, so yeah, why not?
0: He's done all in right, it. And Listen, they all play. Whoever doesn't start gets oh, on. Get yeah. They, all, they yeah. all get their minutes. I think he's going to go Gakpo up front. Diaz left. Oh really? No, sorry, no, Diaz writes Nunes I don't think Jota's If
3: to Jota? no, know, you've got to have Jota. Man, I think Jota kill the I, game I, he's man. I think you need the first name on the I, team sheet should, if of a man on I
0: 100 percent agree. You love Jota, Made yeah? No one likes Jota more than me. <laughs> I think they bring Jota on at the end. I think Jota's job is to finish the game rather than start the game in this one. Um, I'm the well. other way I'm no, getting I'm Jota way, on the yeah. start I'm with you okay, me a
3: chance chances fallen J- at his feet within the first 15 minutes he's the one I'm just K- to on kill him, it. For him like
2: 20 minutes yeah. ago and he's killed
0: I'm, J- I'm Jota FC me like, I'm all over it don't, don't, don't get me wrong I just think that's what he's going to do I, I think that's probably what he's going to do but Jota has played the, 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 the beauty of it all Chloe is that not only are we deciding who plays the two plays where so Nunes can play up front or left Yeah. Diaz can do either flank Jota can do all three Gapo left or centre we haven't really seen too much of him on the right but not only are we trying to pick a team here we're trying to pick who plays where which is a good a good problem for Jürgen to have um, he's also got the option of Gapo or Elliot uh, even in midfield or on the right hand side as well for, for Elliot so he's got a lot of options here to play with it'll be interesting to see what he thinks the the, the best one to attack Fulham is because to be fair to got he he's got this wrong a lot. He's changed it and got it right. Yeah. There's been times when he's picked the wrong team, he picked the wrong team, he admitted to it against Bournemouth, I got it wrong and I changed it at half-time. Didn't he do something similar against Palace? He said something against Burnley. Oh, as that's yeah. when he uh, changed Diaz yeah, like and
2: Yeah, he's yeah, done, he's yeah, done yeah.
0: it a couple of times, so he, he, he's got that up a sleeve. You can change it without having to make substitutions, but... I'm I'm torn with the especially with Darwin because I keep thinking he's better on the left and yet he played up, he went up front the other day, he was brilliant and scored two goals in the second half. Yeah.
3: He
0: has got some decision to make, not only in terms of personnel, but he plays well as well.
3: Yeah, he does, but it's good that we've got this versatility up front, especially with Mo Alabama, you know, because it means that we can rotate uh, the front three and also it's like like you mentioned there at half time where he's changing things, you give their defence something else to think about. You know, Ben White just being run into the ground by Lewis Diaz, great, let's switch him over to the the other side and good luck to whoever's over there um, and, and it's very important for us to be able to do that. You mentioned there Darwin Nunes played up front and, and he got the goals but he got the goals from the left hand side of the box which is why I want him on the left hand side because it just seems more natural of a finish for him to step in onto the ball and put it bottom bins the opposite side of him where I mean he scored those two unbelievable goals against Newcastle from the right hand <laughs> side They're the outliers though, aren't they? They don't? are the outliers <laughs> but it does seem like when he's running onto it and he can open his body up and find the far corner that's when he's best at uh, and his goal uh, for the the one uh, Joe Gomez assisted was incredible he he was far post um so that's why i would put him on the left the reason i'd start jotta is because his link up play is just ridiculous like he just he, he can pick the ball up he sees the he's the best he's at, the best he's the best player he's incredible but he, he knows when he needs to be on a pitch in terms of helping other players get out and make the runs um and his assist for, for Darwin's great, Darwin doesn't have to do anything the other day, he just steps onto it um, and I think his link-up play is vitally important and then you've got Cody Gapo who once again is is not selfish and he'll let you know, Darwin Nunes and Diego to get the goals and he'll sacrifice himself for the team uh, but he's also a deadly finisher at times He's, he's
0: on nine goals, like, yeah. ever, yeah, so he's, he's not done badly and no. he, His
3: goal uh, against Fulham that Darwin Nunez assisted from the left-hand side is a Brilliant finish on his weak foot. So uh, they're the front three I'd go with, and I'm getting excited just thinking about that <laughs> front three. To be perfectly honest,
0: I oh, know absolutely, absolutely. If it, whatever he whatever he does, there's no, there's no bad options. I'm with you. Either like Jota play If I'm picking the team, Jota plays every time. I just wonder the the thought of extra time. You have to take that into account here, Dan, as well. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't. And you, I get you, but yeah, that is in Jürgen's mind. In that, in other rounds of this competition, he yeah, has not have to worry about the extra time it's just it would be straight to pens. Uh-huh. So you can make your subs. You can say, I think Robbo can do twenty, but twenty can become fifty. Yeah, yeah it, you know, you, So you, you've got to bear all this in mind. Like, you hope yeah. it doesn't get there, but I wonder how that plays into into the manager's thinking but
3: as well. I'd also think like once again, if a, a Chance is going to fall to anyone and it's going to be Jota and he's playing 60 minutes. He's going to get a couple of chances. If he can finish even, you know, one or two of them, great. That that should put us, you know, hopefully the defence stays strong. But I'd rather that than put him on with 20 minutes to go and potentially be drawing. And we're snatching at things and we're not finding, you know, the extra pass or the right third pass because we're too busy panicking at the fact that we're potentially running out of time and we've then got to go again for extra yeah. time
2: it's interesting and extra time obviously will be in the back of both managers mind but particularly Jürgen Klopp but what I would say on that and he will have to be cautious he will have to use his subs accordingly with that potentially being a factor but he's put a lot of trust and a lot of faith in the youngsters in the round the squad of late and he's been rewarded for it as well we've seen kind of Bradley's performances so I wouldn't put it past him for instance he brought Bobby Clark and Bradley on away at Arsenal in the FA Cup and he's seen us over the line so I wouldn't put it past him if needs must he has to use a a Bobby Clark from the bench for example and he trusts him to play the last 10 minutes plus extra time essentially because they're there for a reason they're in the round the first team for a reason so I don't think it'll weigh too heavily on his mind that's why I'm inclined to suggest that he might try and get the job done within the first 60-70 minutes and then he'll go from there
0: Absolutely right then all said and done Score predictions I'll come to you first Dan while well, Chloe has a thing she's shaking I'm
3: not. I'm not giving a prediction okay. I do apologise I'm going to the game and I'm not jinxing you not, I'll,
0: do, oh, I'll refer enough Chloe I, I do, don't believe do you think we'll that. get through we don't have to give a goal do you think we'll be in the final Is that a, to a, qualify
3: a, See, si, senor ok,
0: okay
2: that'll do uh, <laughs> I on the other hand I don't believe in all jinxing and that. so I'll say Liverpool win 3-1 and we're 2-1 up we're like 10 minutes to go and they're just oh, flying as okay.
0: so we get on the counter
3: think,
0: one all, and we get through ok is my is my prediction? I think it's going to be tough. Yeah, it'll be tough. Yeah, and you got to remember is like, at like for example, the four or three, we had to go and find that extra goal. Yeah. you don't one also good result. Like that's what I'm saying. If this was a league game, take it, Yeah, you, if this was a league game, you'd be maybe Liverpool nick yeah. one because they like they've shown what they can do. They actually don't have to do that. So I actually think Liverpool will score and that's the main thing. Yeah. Uh, and if they yeah. do, then it becomes really tough for Fulham to get through. They are good enough, and I am not underestimating Fulham. Oh, they're, they're a they're, they're, they're a good team, and they've got goals in them, and they've got a good attack on players. Well,
3: you know what we haven't mentioned? That Bassi is a massive miss for them. I was just
2: thinking, as you were talking, then, they've got a couple of... Miss- Bassie's being a big
0: one, probably. It's Bassi, Balotelli, and Bassi's a massive.
3: Iwobi is even quite big for them, really, they, really? I mean, to Bassie's be fair, they missed,
0: he missed the, the game at Anfield as well. They yeah. weren't there for that one. I think it was... Um, Dior played in their centre yeah. back. Um, he so, did quite well. So. No, he did. Yeah, and Towson as well. They both they did. all played well. a Ful- decent player. Yeah, Fulham were good. Yeah. <laughs> they got, they yeah, got yeah. done in a quick little minute, a couple of minutes, and they had chances. So we'll see how they, how they go. But I just think, I think, but I think we'll score. And I think right. it's, I think it, once we, once we do score, whether it's first or second, I think that gives the lads. We've shown we are good at the back. We've got the best defensive record in the league. And I think at times they've been caught out. No, but I think they've been caught out because. You've got to go and win. This isn't again you have to go and win. And I think that, that, that doesn't have make it easier for you to I'm not gonna say you sit back for ninety minutes, but once you've got that goal and a bit of cushion, then I think it makes it a little bit easier for you to do. So I think we're gonna I think we're gonna score first. Um, and I think we'll draw one one. Um yeah, RC Jack says, that it wouldn't be a draw. That means we win by one. Fulham will be going mad either either score or leave the back door wide open. And I see your point. Yeah. I think I think I think Liverpool for like five minutes to go are Man on the barricades a little bit. And I think they're happy to do it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's I think that's why I'm predicting this one. I hope it's not. I hope we yeah, s- I hope we beat them seven nil. But <laughs> I just don't see that one happening. Right, Chloe, Dan, thanks so much for joining us. Like we just mentioned, Chloe's going down to the game, so keep an eye on the YouTube channel for some clips and stuff down there and the social accounts as well. And go and check out Chloe's YouTube page where she'll have her vlog. If Liverpool <laughs> win. If they get beat, I don't think you put the vlogs out, do you? So, yeah, no. like, go and check out Chloe's YouTube channel as well and go and check out the, the match they vlog when hopefully Liverpool qualify for the final. You can see the one
3: from the other day? Tom and Nina's was really quite close to me after this goal.
0: There you go, go and check it all out. It's Chloe's match vlogs as well. Like I say, for the game itself, come and join us for the watch song. It's me and Chris and Zan in the studio for that one. We'll be live for 15 minutes before kick-off. I haven't even checked what time of kick-off. Is 8? Eight? Eight. 8. o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. There you go, 7.45 on the YouTube channel. Me, Chris, uh, for the watch. Song. Come and join us. And yet yeah, we'll be back with another match preview ahead of the Norwich game on Friday. See you then.
1: Small details or big surfaces? Tight corners or odd shapes? Flat, rounded, textured or tall? Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.